This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at Ravinia.org. Good morning. It's Wednesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. So usually the only time I think about my smoke detector is when it's beeping. You know, maybe I overcooked something on the stove, or maybe the battery needs to be changed. Otherwise, I'm lucky to say it doesn't really come up. But apparently, whether it's beeping or not, we all might need to get a new one by next year. A law takes effect January 1st, requiring all Illinois homes to have a smoke alarm with a sealed 10-year battery instead of the older removable battery model. Margaret Vaughn is the government affairs director for the Illinois Fire Safety Alliance. She says the updated devices will work for 10 years with no need to have to remember to replace the battery in that time. And this will help reduce the risk of fire. The majority of fire deaths are happening in homes with smoke detectors that aren't working. So if they're not working, they're not doing any any good. And it's really not so much the burns that are killing people, it's the smoke inhalation. Vaughn says 97 people died in residential fires in Illinois last year. The new 10-year sealed model is 10 to $15 more expensive than the old alarms. You may have been hearing about a contentious proposal to develop a Bally's Casino in River West. Well, it cleared another hurdle yesterday after a city council committee approved its zoning plans. The casino complex will feature a hotel, museum, event center, and nearly 4,800 residential units once completed. But some aldermen say the process is being rushed and they're concerned the new housing will increase traffic and congestion. Plus, they want to ensure Bally's hires minority residents. Alderman Brian Hopkins Ward borders the proposed site. He says he's concerned about Bally's financial footing as well. This is not a healthy partner that we should be considering here. We are making a mistake and the signs are clear. The lights are changing from yellow to red. It's time to tap the brakes on this. The zoning plans head to the full city council for a vote today, but Bally's license still needs an okay from the Illinois Gaming Board as well. A new survey from Lurie Children's Hospital in Chicago has revealed what's behind the wide racial gaps in people's swimming comfort levels. My colleague Adoranami Gade tells us more. Racial and ethnic gaps in swimming competence tend to run in families. When parents don't know how to swim, their children are less likely to learn. Dr. Michelle Macy says results showed 56% of white parents felt comfortable swimming, whereas only 28% of black and less than 25% of Latina parents felt comfortable. We want to really get the city to be thinking about what we can do to increase the equitable access of swim lessons and thinking about how swimming can be a family activity. That way, parents are feeling comfortable around the water as their kids are gaining those skills. That was my colleague, Adora Namigade. Residents in the city's southwest side, 12th Ward, could soon have a new city council member. Attorney Annabelle Abarca has been nominated to the city council to replace Alderman George Cardenas, whom she worked for. Abarca says her parents were Mexican immigrants who instilled a strong work ethic that she'll use to serve residents. Abarca is set to be the fourth new alder appointed to the council in the past year, as members have left for various reasons, jobs, early retirement, and one case, prison. 
And a few quick hits before we get to the weather. The NBA announced yesterday it's rebranding its most valuable player trophy as the Michael Jordan Trophy. Jordan gave his blessing to the redesign, although it does not depict him. Instead, the trophy is a player reaching high for a basketball made of crystal. Fancy. At the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, more than 600 non-tenure-track faculty have voted to join a union. The union is called the Art Institute of Chicago Workers United, and it was formed last year by school and museum staff. In a statement, the union says it will start preparing for its first contract negotiations in the coming weeks. And today, December 14th, is the Rundown Podcast one-month anniversary. I'm so happy to be here with y'all, and I hope you're happy too, because I'm so glad you're here. If you're only listening here and there, we've got a month's worth of conversations to dive into, like my chat with Chef Jordan Wimby about how to host a holiday dinner for different palettes, or with the creator of Sneakerhead University Museum downtown. And I know you saw that conversation with actor, comedian, and now rapper Hannibal Burris. If you're already a diehard listener, invite a homie to join the club. Click the share button and send a few texts before the day gets away from you. Oh, yeah. And thank you for listening. As for the weather today, if you haven't left the house yet, don't forget your umbrella and maybe adjust your outfit to match your rain boots. It'll be pouring rain all day and all night. High in the mid 40s, low tonight in the upper 30s. And that's it for now. Later today, the season of dibs is a coming. Motorists, are you ready? I'll talk with a Chicagoan who got creative to save his parking space a few years ago with some water and a pair of denim jeans. He'll share some dib suggestions, funny stories, and the legal piece of things as well. That's today at 2 on The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen, and I'll talk to you then. 